Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Rubio driving at Conley. Throws a bad pass behind his back turnover. Picked up by Gobert. Outlet to Ingles. He finds Donovan for the dunk and retired at 92. Big turnover there by Ricky Rubio. Here comes Booker. Driving. Backpedaling. Gobert. Bounce pass. Stolen by Mitchell. Outlet Bogdanovich. Going to the rim. Fouled and finishes. Boyan Bogdanovich in the open court. Inbound to Donovan in the backcourt. He's got Javon Carter guarding. Five seconds. Donovan driving hard to the basket. Scoops. He's fouled with .4 seconds to play. Utah Jazz rallying in the final minutes. A couple of huge turnovers and fast breaks there, PK. Swinging momentum in the game. And Donovan gets the call in the final second. The refs, man. 39 free throws to 23. They job them out of a couple of... uh, Tenths of a second that could have made a difference. Man, I better hear the uh, Jazz fans just go crazy on the refs today. Seems unlikely. But we'll be here with open phones for several hours, so, you know, give it a shot. I'll be here with open arms. Sing it. I don't know that. Is that a song? Yeah. I don't know it. Okay. Go ahead, though. You can do it. I think it's Jefferson Airplane or Starship. Maybe Starship they changed by then. I can't help you on that. All right, the Jazz now 3-1 and one on the season. A few things uh, jumped out in addition to the free throws you were just talking about. Rudy got him and made him. 11 of 12 at the free throw line. Most of them he made him. He didn't make all of them. Uh, 11 of 12 is good enough. Uh, unless that one was the difference. He, but now, since it wasn't, the, it was good enough. The difference there, the one that was the difference. <laughs> they don't win that game without Conley. One point victory. He makes that free throw. Key point. 0 for 7 Literally. Shooting. Yes. That's why I said it. I'm right here. Why else would you say it? Uh, you One have, point for Conley. If you make a brilliant point, you don't need to elaborate. It's understood. 0 for 3 from beyond the arc. He'll get on track at some point, right, PK? Well, my question to the Jazz fans is which comes first, Thanksgiving, Christmas, or Conley's shot? Sounds like a poll question. And I, Locke with his thing, he's touching the ball 32% of the times on a Wednesday in the second quarter. <laughs> They're open shots. I don't care if you're never touching the ball. They're open shots. Make a shot. That what? would help. That The latest excuse. He's shooting 20% right now. Is make shots. I don't care how many times you're touching the ball. Make shots. But they're 3-1. You're getting $30 million a year. I don't care. Make shots. The they can be 20-1, and one, make shots. Bogdanovich with another big game. He got hot again. The triple bogey, man. I'm loving this guy. And he made all his free throws. He didn't even miss one of them. You don't really watch, you know, the other players, particularly the, the less glamorous cities in the other conference. You just don't really focus. There's not enough time, so you're not really paying. But you're aware of those who these guys are. And the national uh, stuff, they feed you Boston, New York, and Philly, and maybe a little bit of Toronto now. Uh, so you're not being uh, given the opportunity unless you have the package, which I don't. And also, even if I did, I wouldn't be watching many Indiana games. But just in the – he's only played three because he missed that one game, obviously. 
but you have to come away just thoroughly impressed. We knew he could shoot, but his tenaciousness, his emotional nature, he he makes Jeff Hornacek's release look like it's uh, molasses. (laughs) You know, and he's out there on the three running the sidelines and boom, pops. And he can put the ball on the floor and he's big enough. He's got enough agility. He's strong enough. I mean, so far, you've really got to love him as a player. The triple bogey is my favorite play that the Jazz have. He had 29 to lead the Jazz as they pick up the win and elsewhere in the NBA. Rubio driving at Conley. Hashtag NBA. We're nowhere near what we're going to be, like not even close. And that's a good thing. But during that time, you still got to win games. You're in the West. You just still got to tick off wins. That's Doc Rivers. The Clippers haven't peaked yet. I love that. And it's not even close. close. Everybody has to add that in. We just played the Scotty uh, promo. Huntley's the best quarterback in the state. And it's not Not even even close. They beat the Hornets 111-96. Kawhi Leonard had 30 points. Williams came off the bench, lit it up, gave him 23. And they cruised to another win. They are 3-1, just like the Jazz. And they're going to get better, PK. Well, I would think they would. The Spurs are off to a good start. Good for them. Perfect 3-0. They took down Portland. Nobody's perfect except nice a win. perfect stranger. 113 to 110. Spurs have it going. The Nuggets are also a perfect 3 0. They went into Sacramento and won. The Jazz will be headed there at the end of the week. Suns got jobbed by the Nuggets. I put in, I just typed in Phoenix Suns in Twitter. Suns should legitimately have the best record in the NBA at 4 0, but instead they lost two games by a total of two points due to the absolute incompetence of the officiating staffs. It blows my mind that this is happening nightly. It's downright sickening. The NBA season is here. <laughs> well, the Warriors got a win. It finally happened. They're getting blown out a couple times. They beat the Pelicans 134-123. Favors didn't play knee soreness. And they're the first team in 15 years in three games where the lead has never changed hands. That's weird. You would think at some point it would be, you know, 18-15 and somebody going on a little run and go up 19-18 with a couple of buckets. That's no. the great thing about Warriors basketball, man. You just watch the first bucket, boom, turn it off. <laughs> there it is. Who's got the lead? All right, we're out of here. Rockets got 40 from James Harden, and they pick up a win. Westbrook, as we keep an eye on that experiment, one assist away from a triple-double. And a big deal, he can't shoot threes. All right, well, I have a novel concept. If you can't shoot threes, then don't. He was 0 for 1 from 3. Yep. So don't take him. Solve that problem. Next. Keep attacking the rim. Attack, attack, attack. All right, anybody else you'd like to spotlight here? Those are most of the, in the teams NBA? in the, in the oh, West. I would go we... through all the games, man. That's what well, we there, do. There are more games. Go ahead, have that. at these it. Are, these are most of the Where teams is, in the West. The Jazz This is Channel chasing. 2 News. Oh, justify it all you want. That's okay. Read some more scores. I'm all for it. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Man. <laughs> 
cowbells. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I've actually seen something on Twitter that's like the Utah State's going to come out playing like they're protecting their dairy farm. So that's how I feel like they're going to come out. We're ready to protect their dairy farm and we're going to take over. So that's the plan. Dangan Wallaku right there talking before BYU and Utah State. Protect this house. We've heard that before. Protect this dairy farm. I think that's going to have some staying power there, PK. I think we're going to hear about that one for a while. So is it is it Diane or Diane? Diane. Because he kind of glossed over it right there. I didn't know what the hell he just said. <laughs> His goal is just to get through the name. I get it. <laughs> and I did. And I did. I'm not going back. You did. <laughs> Diane Godwolaku. I don't know. You savor it. Diane or Diane? That a yeah, great. That's trash talk. I guess we got something to discuss. BYU and Utah State. Saturday night, you hear uh, you went to the press conference for the uh, the Utes and the Cougars is available online and we just replayed it earlier in this hour. Any big takeaways from the press conferences as we get ready for a big Saturday of football? It's all about consistency for BYU, and they have an opportunity to hide who the starting quarterback's going to be, so you've got to play that game. Uh, you're, you're obliged to play that game. Even if you don't want to, you have to. It's the way we, uh, particularly in our state, Whittingham is now the godfather of coaching. He's replaced Lavelle Edwards and Ron McBride, right? And so he does it, so then his protégés, they were, well, I got to do it too. I mean, not that Gary has an issue who's the quarterback is going to be, but obviously BYU does, so they feel like they have to do it. And so they're going to play the cat and mouse game, and and I don't think it has any bearing on anything, And but you got to play that. But for, for, the, for the Cougars, it's about being consistent. I mean, they have not been at all. This has been the ultimate roller coaster season. And with each impressive win that you follow with a disappointing loss, it makes it worse because, you know, when you were 4-9, you sucked. And nobody had any anticipation of you beating any decent team. Well, it was obvious you sucked. Well, here, when you're winning a couple of ball games that are pretty good, then you lose a couple of ball games that are awful, that just screams inconsistency. And nobody likes that. Now, if you're a C student, get C grades. We've heard that growing up a million times over. Well, what is BYU? Are they a C? Are they a B? Or sometimes they're even an A because you have to say against Boise, they were in an A. Probably not an A all the time. But certainly they could be better than a C- minus or a D+, plus, which is what they were in a couple of these ball games. So what's it going to be? No idea. I mean, is there anything you can hang your hat on and say, well, I see this, so I suspect they're going to be, and give them a good grade. Or I see this, and I suspect they're going to be lousy, give them a bad grade, give them a D or whatever. Well, I think you can play with passion and creativity. I think what they showed against Boise can be reproduced. May not be to the result, but to the passion, to the energy, to the emotion, all those types of things, and to the play calling, the uh, creativity, as I say, you can do that. Even if you don't win the ball game, you can do that. So yes, there are some things that they can do. So I'd agree with that, and I can see them getting a lead because in these games, whether it's South Florida, Toledo, or Boise State, they've built up good leads in all of them, but then at the end, they've had problems closing. They held on at Boise State, and they got the fourth down conversion out of the clock. Leads are like love. Any lead is a good lead. Any love is a good love. 
Better if you don't give away that double-digit lead in the fourth quarter. Thank you, Captain Obvious. But they've had that issue. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. It was more than just a play. Everybody except one guy saw the ball out and blew a quick whistle. And uh, my biggest thing is referees aren't held accountable. Coaches get fired. General managers get fired. Players get cut. Referees aren't accountable. And, and it's a shame. It's, uh, it's been that way for 40 years. And now that we got a new agreement, it'll be that way for 40 more years. Bucks coach Bruce Arians right there. Referees aren't held accountable. I wonder who won that game and who lost. I don't even remember who they played. But I'm sure they lost. Because otherwise you wouldn't have heard that. So Ten- no, no referees are fired? Tennessee beat them 27-23. Referees, were- referees don't get fired? I assume at some point some referee has gotten fired or not gotten his it's contract reviewed. Guy, guy last year, midseason. Yeah. So that's not being held accountable? Not enough for Bruce Arians right now, apparently. Yeah. That, that sounds good, but once you're going to go, if you're, you only got so much time you can spend with your team for helping them get better. So you take some of that to complain about the referees, you're denying your team the opportunity to get better. And only the losers complain about the referees. If he would have won that game, he wouldn't have said a thing. Just like no jazz person is talking about how they shot 16 more free throws on the road. Broncos quarterback Joe Flacco, herniated disc. Not going to play this week. Broncos and the Browns. Going to miss that. Chargers whack their offensive coordinator, Ken Wisenhunt. They're 3-5. and five. It's that time of year. Mid-season, coaches start getting let go. Assistants, coordinators get turned over. And we see the injuries keep piling up. You know who isn't getting fired and may not even be quitting? Bill Belichick says he's leaving the door open to coach into his 70s. How old is he? He's, I think he's 67, 67. or 68. 67. Oh, yeah, I've seen him coach a couple more years, sure. He said earlier he wasn't going to coach in his 70s. He said, well, when I said it, maybe I didn't know what 70 felt like. So I'm not really sure if that's an accurate statement today or not. Of course not. You don't know whatever feels like until you're there. At the time, I didn't feel that way. Now that I'm close to that age, I don't know. That's not surprising. That's actually uh, Dog Bites Man. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. This is going to be one of the best opportunities because it's the most press at, you know, a sporting event other mm-hmm. than like the NBA. But we knew a lot of cameras would be behind home plate. But not a better opportunity than October for breast cancer awareness. Band women talking about why they flashed Garrett Cole behind home plate during a World Series Game 5. Said it was breast cancer awareness. Well, I don't know that they flashed Garrett Cole or they just flashed, flashed the cameras television. and he happened to be on the mound when they did it. Yeah, and these are two, what, Playboy chicks, whatever Playboy is these days. Uh, Trying to get their name out there. You know, when Business I was, opportunity. When I was 15, it was very important. I don't know how important it is now. There was no internet back then. Uh, but uh, I think it takes away, in my opinion, you do with it with what you want. I think it takes a little bit of away from the serious nature of breast cancer. Game six tonight. Verlander versus Strasburg. Justin Verlander going for the Astros tonight. Can he seal the deal? Win the World Series at home in front of the home fans. Drive them all crazy. Home team hasn't won a game in the series yet. He can do it right now and win it all. Hey, he's 0-5. He's never won a World Series game. He is the losingest pitcher 
to have ever started as many games as he's started. Something I saw something like that. So he hasn't had the success that matches the regular season in the postseason. It'll be a fun battle, man. Strasburg out there for Washington trying to force a game seven. Yeah. It'd be funny if it went 4-3 and the home team lost all seven games. I don't know that that's ever happened. I don't think it has. But baseball home field isn't near as big a deal as it is in the NBA. Get the starter out there who dominates and you'll pretty much play anywhere. What is trending? Brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, coming up. Your reaction to the Jazz getting the win in Phoenix. We will get to that. Scotty G is going to join us in studio. Talk Aggie football at 9 o'clock. Christian Cape, a Washington Huskies writer for the Athletics, going to be here at 9.30. It's unbelievable. we got plenty of time right now to talk Jazz. What is unbelievable? You know what's crazy? The official scorer of the Phoenix Suns was my Arizona history teacher in high school, and he did it. When I was in high school. And he's still doing he's it still now. doing it. Yeah, wow. you can see them right there. You see him sitting press row. He did it when I was in high school. He must have been like two years older than me. <laughs> he's still doing it all these years later. Can you believe that? What's his name? Jerry Heck. You can look it up. Jerry Heck. Yeah, he was a JV baseball coach too. And he, saw, he taught... Uh, Arizona history. Wait a minute. Is he the guy? He's the official scorer. He sits there every game, right midcourt. Is he the guy who wanted you to come back and tell him about how you No, no, he, that was the varsity. That was the varsity coach. coach. Okay. He was, Jerry was uh, the JV. Right. So he came aboard when I was uh, a junior in high school. A long, long time ago. And he's still doing it. I had the look. And then I went and I looked under the son's... Uh, directory mm-hmm. to see if he was still there and he was and then I looked for him and there he was all these years man that is just incredible to be doing it all this time you had these plum jobs and you don't give it up that's amazing like I was watching uh, Celtics the other night on the NBA free, free package spiel Tom Heinsohn 86 years old still doing Feel good? You like what you're doing? It's Bill Belichick, right? I wasn't going to do it at 70, but I didn't know what 70 would feel like. Yeah, he just does home games. And Al McCoy is well into his 80s, and he was the broadcaster when I was there. But we'd be doing this in our 70s and 80s. That's a long way away. I would guess now. Well, I'd be interviewing Morgan Scally Jr. <laughs> when he's coaching at Utah. <laughs> and his father... Is standing along the sidelines. <laughs> I remember when. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 the zone. The Jazz 3 and 1. Are they really good or have they done exactly what they're supposed to be, do, beating three lottery teams? And we really don't know yet. Hang back, wait, see how it shakes out. What are you thinking about the team after watching the Jazz beat the Suns? We'll get to that coming up. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 the zone. And now, attention, top of the wire on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. 
Utah Jazz beat the Phoenix Suns 96-95. Donovan Mitchell with the game-winning free throw with four-tenths of a second left. Jazz are off today. They play the Clippers tomorrow night. Eight o'clock tip on ESPN at Vivint Smart Home Arena. You can listen to the game beginning with the pregame show at 7 o'clock right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Monday Night Football, Pittsburgh spotted Miami a 14-0 lead in the first quarter and then rallied to win 27-14. James Conner running for 154 yards and a fourth quarter touchdown. Houston Astros host the Washington Nationals game six tonight. World Series starts at 6 o'clock on Fox. Top of the Wire brought to you by Ken Garf, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram. The savings are on at Ken Garf, West Valley Ram. Stop by the dealership during Ram Power Days and take advantage of special offers on select new models. Whatever you're looking for, they've got it at West Valley Ram. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. David Locke. So last time you joined us, we were talking about should we be worried about Boyan Bogdanovich. Saturday was certainly Boyan's coming out party if there ever was one. I was not worried about him. You know, we're not getting our catch-and-shoot threes right now. Fifth bottom of the league in catch-and-shoot threes, but Boyan is getting his. I looked at catch-and-shoot threes today. I think he's sixth in the league. I thought his emotion was cool. He's pretty steely, and so I didn't know he had that kind of high-level emotion that he displayed. The high knees going back once, the big fist pump, that kind of stuff to me. I really didn't know that he played with that kind of fashion, so I thought that was cool. Tony Parks and Austin Horton, weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Joint Scouting Hands Friday, November 1st, this Friday from noon to 3 at Murdoch Hyundai and Logan, 3131 Main Street. Utah Jazz pick up another win. They beat the Suns. Good rally right there at the end. They're in a little bit of trouble, but they got a couple steals, a couple fast breaks, and then Donovan Mitchell hits a game-winning free throw. Winning 75% of their games, PK. It's a small sample size, but that's a 60-win pace. you got to like this start, unless you're one of the fans that looks at this start and says, well, you're supposed to beat those teams. Those teams are all predicted to be lottery teams this year, and two of the three were at home. So, how fired up are you? What are you thinking about the Jazz so far? 855-340-ZONE. You know the drill. Grab your phone. Use the app. Use the open mic. Send us your take. You can hit us up on Facebook, DJ and PK, and you can tweet at us, David DJ James. I'm inclined to say 3-1. and one. Don't draw anything. Uh, don't draw too big a... Too many lessons from this. These were lottery teams, we think. You're supposed to beat them. You're right on track. Good. Keep it rolling, but no big lessons. Uh, I think that Bogdanovich has not been a pleasant surprise, but he's been somewhat of a surprise. Uh, he was brought in here to do this, but he's doing it at a higher level. So that's very important. Uh, Mitchell, as I said on TV Sunday night, is primed for his best season ever, which is no surprise really either at 23 years of age, showing what he's shown the last couple of years. I love his mindset. Uh, way too many turnovers. Uh, they were sloppy, lazy. I thought Joe was had a couple of passes. Jeez. I mean, I thought he was pitching softballs there. You got to be a little bit more precise. I don't think Joe is shooting enough. I need to see him being more involved in the offense. Uh, but you look at last night, just one of six. But he does what he does the otherwise with nine boards and five assists. That's that's a typical 
Joe Ingles' line in those two categories. Maybe a little bit more, a few more assists than boards, but he'll help you win. I would like to see him have more opportunities offensively. Uh, we'll get him in limited spots, but I, I think we're going to see a lot of lines like this. That six shots, now he'll make more than one of them, so he might be more than six points. But the six points, and then you look at the rebounds and the assists. We only had three points, but... Uh... I think that he's going to defer to Mitchell's shots and to getting Gobert dunks and free throws and defeating Bogdanovich. Of course, that's he's always deferred. Yeah. So six that's, shots. I like. I want to see, see him have more. The opportunities there. He'll never force it, and he's never. I don't know if he's ever forced a shot in his NBA history, and probably not going back to when he was in Europe and Australia. Doesn't seem to be in his makeup. I'd like to see him get more involved. Uh, a little concerned about playing Mitchell 37 minutes, Gobert 36 minutes, Bogdanovich 37 minutes. You'd like to think that they could have an easier opportunity uh, to beat the Suns without Aiton. I mean, Jazz aren't missing anybody, and I don't consider Exum anybody. I mean, if, if he gives me one minute, that's one more minute than I expect out of him. I mean, they're holding on to him because he was a high draft pick, and eventually they'll realize that this isn't working here. But it's harder for them to do it than it is for me. I didn't pick him. So uh, the Suns are were without a critical component, and I'm concerned a little bit about playing those guys those many minutes. Now Mitchell's a kid; he should be able to run for days, as they say. But still, that's a lot of minutes. Uh, I, I would I would have thought that Ed Davis would play a little bit more than than twelve. I continue to like uh, Moutier's aggressiveness. So there's a there's a bunch of stuff that I can draw without just looking at the final result, which is ultimately all that matters. And the Conley deal, I, I don't care how what his role is versus what his role was. You should be able to make an open shot with more consistency, which he's had zero. Am I wrong on that? Or is that the deal? He's not making shots because it's a different role and it's mountain air and it's this or that all those things just run in my mind and it's like a big conveyor belt of excuses and i'll just pick one out whatever it is today you know what i mean a big conveyor belt of excuses yeah that's a good bit i'd like to see someone do that i could see that being a tnt thing i can see them right. uh, recreating an i love Lucy what's it going thing. to be yeah. today sometimes you a can overthink <laughs> things He's, Make shots. He's shooting 20%. Yeah. That is freakishly bad. So I assume there's some games coming, and then there'll be the celebratory. He's back, baby. This is the guy. So oh, I expect it, you ham, too. You ham and egg it. You're winning while he's shooting a freakishly low percentage. I mean, 20% is unbelievably bad. But you're 3-1, and one, and I assume he's going to shoot it better than that. So there's going to be a hot streak coming here because he's going to get back to normal. Like we always talk about hitters who start the season with a cold streak. Uh, unless yeah. unless he's a point guard in the 30s and once in a while they fall off the cliff and is this incredibly bad timing, I wouldn't think so. I think it's four games, he had a bad game, and then he pressed. You talked about that possibility after the first game. And when you look at it on the service right now, I think that's what Jazz fans should hope it is. He had a bad game and then he pressed. I'm not going to draw any conclusions that these are season-long quarter of a season long, half a season long, whatever it might be. 
But I'm also not going to make any excuses. Well, he's in a different role, and so he's got the ball over here when he's used to having the ball there, blah, 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 blah. The fact is, when you shoot, 100% of the time you have the ball. Well, you've had all summer to go through the offense and know where the shots are going to be and to go and take 100 shots a day from each one of those spots. You know, they're paying a gazillion people over there. There's plenty of people to rebound for you. You can go shoot anytime you want. And so it's not like he just showed up. Go rebound for yourself, man. It's not the way it works anymore. <laughs> it's not the way it works. When I hone my J. Two people will immediately be out there. It was one myself. One rebounding and passing to the person who passed. I used to shovel snow. At a kid. And to shoot. When you were 16 in Phoenix. No, no, no. In Jersey, I know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely I did. Yeah. Basketball was a huge part of my life. Back when I was uh, in the winter. I mean, it was winter. What are you going to do? You couldn't play baseball. If I had the choice, I'd play baseball. But I, I couldn't, obviously. February in Jersey was time to shovel snow. Uh, March and April. <laughs> really? Gets to know that late back there. Uh, so, yeah. make shots. Continue to shoot. Continue to plug away. I'm confident Conley will be fine. Maybe if we if we get to Thanksgiving and it's continued, all right, then I'll change my mind. But right now, I, I he may drop off a little bit, but I don't think he just totally drop off the cliff. That doesn't make any sense. Lock Lamore just tweeted at us, all playoff teams burnish their records by beating non-playoff teams. Most playoff teams, moreover, have fair to Midland records against the other playoff teams. That's how you get to the playoffs. Well, yeah. I, I, that's why I'm not just drawing just simply win and loss conclusion. I'm trying to look for patterns and trends and things that I like and things that I don't like. So it's easy to say, I can't believe Conley's going to shoot it this poorly all the other year, and I can't believe Bogdanovich is going to light it up like this all year. Uh, yeah, that Bogdanovich, though, I don't know. Uh, because when you're, you're taking the ball and you're driving it to the basket, you can make a high percentage of those. True. I mean, I, he may not play as well, but he's certainly impressed me big time so far. And he's a fun player to watch. I love his emotion. And it looks like he's a good interview. Stuff I really had no idea about. And he's got a personality and he's willing to show it. So far, he grades out and A. A plus, 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 plus to go Ralphie when he's having his dream on his theme. DJ and PK, let's go to the phones. 855-340-ZONE. Dean, good morning. Good morning, guys. Hey, hey um, I think uh, I think most fans are like me will be looking at this uh, with a little bit of trepidation because of Connolly, but I don't think we got to worry about him. Like you said, I think he'll measure out, and this is just a little, you know, getting used to the team and getting used to how it goes. I, um, interestingly enough, I sat down for lunch with Quinn Schneider, and he had mentioned that we shouldn't get too too uh, wrapped into the team until about mid-November. Okay, Dean, 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 how the heck did you have lunch <laughs> yeah, with Quinn right. Snyder? Are we we're supposed all, to believe this? We're all looking at each other. Wait a name drop, big guy. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can't say um, how I got to do that, but I can say that this is what he said, that about mid-November is when the team will, will mesh really well, and each game until then – is going to be a little bit of a battle. I mean, we did win the big one 
by what was it, thirty points the other night, which was good. But um, each of these, like Suns games and other games, are going to be, you know, they might be close. We might lose a few, but don't get too uh, worried about it. I think we'll be good uh, as long as Connolly comes together and the other guys. I I disagree with you about Moutier. I think he shoots too much. I think he's too much on top of it. Yeah, so. I don't care about that, Dean. Where was this place you had lunch? <laughs> I know, I'm with you. I can't a hear restaurant? anything about basketball. I hey, can't where was it? Anything. Where was it, Dean? If Oh, come on, guys. What really? do you mean, come on? Yeah, absolutely. You brought it up, Dean. Don't put it on us. I, you na- I have never had yeah. lunch with Quinn Snyder. Okay. Where did well, you have it? Was it a restaurant, a public setting? Where? Come on, was, Dean. It was, not at, it was not at a restaurant. Had a kid. Was it at his house? Had him over to the estate. Was... <laughs> no, we're not that close. You had him over to the you, estate. You broke bread with Quinn Snyder, and you're not that close. <laughs> hey, Dean. <laughs> Dean, let me let me tell you how this works, Dean. I've been doing this for like 25 years, showing up at shootarounds. Quinn won't talk to me at a shootaround, and you're having lunch with him. Yeah. Okay. Come on. We need details. <laughs> what time was it? Was I it a late dirt. lunch? Was it a late breakfast? Yeah. More brunch? Was it a weekend? Was it a weekday? What was the menu? Come yeah, on, it Dean. Was, yeah. it, was, it was at. It was a weekday after one of his uh, one of his practices, and it wasn't just me. It was me and a couple other business people, and we we're sitting around. And, and one of them asked, "Hey, you know, what do you think about the team kicking off?" This was a couple of couple of weeks ago. And, we got uh, it. You don't go until November. We don't give a crap about that. We really was don't. It, you, are you a high fluting <laughs> business dude? And so you had access to him. Is that it? Are you in what is it? The one hundred club? Is that what they call it? Is that who you are, Dean? I'm. I'm. No, I'm not. I'm not that affluent. But I do know a few people. So. Oh, well, what are so, so, Dean, Listen. you have some you have some rich people in your ward. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> There's that, PK, or that, that is or? true. That is true, but that's not where it's from. But, okay, yes, did you uh, marry money? That's PK's second go-to. Did you marry money, and that gave you access to it? Maybe, but <laughs> <laughs> I learned it from watching you, PK. <laughs> Always marry money if you can, Boy. Dean. Hey, can we get back to the team? No, no, Dean. When you hang up the phone, we're not talking about the Jazz till the top of the oh, hour. We got was a, it, we was got it a Kyle Whittingham quote that was supposed to come up in ten minutes. I know that's pushed back to eight fifteen. Was, that's was a it, minimum. Was the lunch catered, or did you order off yeah. a menu? What was the deal? No, we had a menu. We sat down and had lunch. Sweet. Okay. Well, I mean, gosh, I'm impressed, Dean. What are you running yeah. from? It. You should be embracing it. You have some separation I, I, in your life. We've never had. We're supposed to be famous and all, but no. we've never had lunch with Quinn Snyder. Oh, man, it's not that big of a deal, guys. Sure, because, oh, yeah, you just play it off because you have lunch with highfalutin celebrities all the time. We don't. For the rest of us, the common man, who I am, Dean, I'm impressed, and I want to build you up, and you want to run from it. I don't understand it, Dean. Uh, Maybe it's the the Donovan Mitchell thing, you know? He's He's a good guy. Love him. Love the team. Love you guys more. All right, Dean. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. We still want to know, you know, uh, soup and sa- soup and uh, and sandwich guy, or you know, more salad, or is this like high pollutant? Like it's like a leaf and a uh, yeah, tic-tac. probably right. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't top. It wasn't sirloin. No, and yeah, no I doubt he had dessert either. <laughs> yeah. a little, salad, a little... salad and salad and sandwiches, guys. All okay. right. Well, yeah, hey. When you have dinner with him, call us back, okay? Absolutely. All right. Thanks That's for the call, Dean. Dean, man. Dean's big time. I know. He had lunch I could, with I, Quinn Snyder. Seriously, I couldn't focus on anything he said about basketball after lunch with Quinn Snyder. 
I was at lunch with Quinn Snyder. We're done here. Yeah. We just... I really have gone over to shoot around in a Quinn's not talking today. This guy's no, we going have to had lunch. lunch with Dennis Lindsay. We did. That was like uh, f- three years ago. And I still savor it. Yeah. It's awesome. I picked up the bill. <laughs> we had barbecue, in case you want to know. <laughs> we did. Dean. Dean's big time. All right, brushes with greatness. Who you got? Best person you ever had lunch with. Who do you get a break bread with that we don't get a break bread with? Uh, Dennis Lindsay. Yeah. Every once in a while, you know, go out and people want to, you know, talk off the record. I think I had lunch with Kyle Whittingham once like six years ago. I don't think I've ever had lunch with Kalani. I'll do that. I'm open. I'm free, Kalani. I blew it. That should have been the bye week kind of thing, right? It's probably an off season. Uh, no, you got to wait till the season's off-season. over. Off season. Even Those, bye week's the, too busy. Yeah. Summer. Any, yeah, okay. any, anything that I discuss with Kyle, yeah, give me a call after the season. <laughs> it's just, it always is, as it is with every coach. All right. Their schedules during the season is ridiculous. If they didn't work a second in the off season, they'd still, they'd still have their, their 40 hours. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For what they do during the season, absolutely. Yeah. And they're way less stressed. I mean, I used to obviously talk to Majerus many, many times. And it was not always, but a lot of times it was tense during the season. Whereas in the regular or the off season, he was far more enjoyable. One time they had uh, he had that book Life on a Napkin or whatever it was. And it was it came out right before the NCAA tournament. And so he calls me because he wasn't there selection Sunday, but he he had to do some TV national stuff. He says, "Hey, I'll call you, you know, I'll call you the next day, right?" So call me on Monday. So he calls me back on Monday, and he's just so tense. He's ripping me. He's blah 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 blah. And I said, "Coach, man, what's going on?" Oh man, I had a book signing at the campus bookstore. I thought there'd be about twenty people. The line didn't end. I was there for over an hour. <laughs> so <laughs> that's why he was so fired up when he was talking to me because he felt like he had wasted time and he was behind in his preparation. Whereas if it would have been in May, he would have been so relaxed it wouldn't have been any problem. Oh man. And Twitter went nuts over Dean's lunch with Quinn. That was spectacular. Jake, I was having tea with Gail Miller, and she told me that Bogey needs to get more touches. <laughs> Pinky Rays, no doubt. <laughs> I was having lunch with Quinn Snyder. <laughs> Dean, what took you so long? I would have called the next day. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Guys, guess what? I had lunch with Quinn Snyder. All right. We'll see if we can talk about jazz next. I, I personally think it's 50-50. This may, this may go back to Dean. We'll see how it plays out. And we really do have a great bite from Kyle Whittingham that we got to play coming up. All right. We'll get to that. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. With you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of The Zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo. Wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. I had dinner the other night with Steve Young. I mean, we were at the same restaurant, and I saw him. So, is that like what Dean did? 
Enjoy Tony and Austin Wednesday from 10 to noon. Ken Garf, West Valley, 4175 West, 3500 South. I don't know if we're going to be able to talk jazz or not, PK. Dean may have derailed us. I stayed with O.J. Simpson. Did not. <laughs> he was in, in, when I was in Atlanta, he was in the hotel after he murdered people. Because there was a big buzz going around. Oh, I stayed with John Stockton. Literally. Sweet. I stayed with Kiss and the Indianapolis Colts. Hotel okay. had a lot of extra security. I stayed with the Miami Marlins. Oh, I shopped at a general store with Dick Cheney when I was up in Wyoming one summer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> And all of a sudden, a bunch of dudes who looked like men in black came in <laughs> and cleared out the place. <laughs> I'm sure they did. Because <laughs> Cheney was coming. And uh, I almost shopped with Steve Young at a clapboard country store on the Hilo side of the Big Island. Missed him by a couple minutes, according to the person at the, cash, the cashier. i Steve Young's Park City house. You, you have slid down Steve Young's slide. The indoor slide in his house. I did do that. <laughs> and it was, Steve did show up later, but at the time he was You were done there. sliding. <laughs> well, I didn't want to do it, but the gal I was with, do it, do it, do it. He won't mind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then he came later. So. Well, I go down uh, the stairs when you can go down the slide. <laughs> hey, I opened for Jay Leno. <clears throat> <laughs> I opened for Jay Leno. That's a fact. That is a fact. I opened for Jay Leno. Prefer to think of it as we opened for Jay Leno. I don't. I don't think that you did it then, with me. Oh, really? You were doing we it were, with Fox still. Oh, we weren't partnered up, huh? No, this was probably about five years ago. The State of Sports Awards, and you were partnering with Fox. They were giving me somebody else. Oh, okay. The last few years, it's been you and me. And but this one, I I went on right. My award was right, right at the end. Right. So you got the last award before Jay came out. And so we're back behind stage, and he's just hanging out there, and he's not saying a word. And people are, "Can I get your picture? Yeah, sure. Can I shake your hand? Yeah, sure. Could you <laughs> sign this? Yeah, sure." And he was not saying. That's all he would say. Would yeah, sure, yeah, sure. And so he was there, and then I went up, and they give, they put you, they give you this script, and they got like twenty two monitors, and I never follow the script. I always get up there and just wing it. They have huge teleprompters across the room. Yeah. It's on the it's on the floor of the arena. Yeah, they've got at least four. Right, two at the th- one, stage, one stage, two in the back. Yeah, one stage is set up on yeah. the on the sideline where the teams sit, and then the other ones are all the way across what would be across the floor. So I usually like to get some kind of response, and I got I forgot what I said, but I got some kind of laugh, and then Jay Little came on and did his routine for. 45 minutes. So I opened for Jay Leno. Sweet. Take that, Dean. <laughs> Dean, man, I, I got to say, Dean, you made our morning. Thank you, Dean. I I had uh, dinner once with Gail Sayers. <laughs> How'd you do that? Of all Same places. restaurant like Steve Young over here, this guy. Of all places. We're in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Sure, and why it was, not? The, they had the conference tournament back in whack in Albuquerque one year. Or at least I did it one year. Maybe they did more. And I went out with a contingent from Utah. So it was the academic advisor, the sports information folk. And we went to this Mexican restaurant. And the one guy says, 
over there is just, that's Gail Sayers. <laughs> you're getting Mexican like, food in Albuquerque. Yeah, exactly. And you run into Gail Sayers. I, you got to be kidding Chicago me. Bears, is, Chicago Bears Gale, legend. He's one of these names you always hear, you know, right. Gail Sayers. Before our time. Right, but you heard about Gail Sayers. Dad like Jim Brown, about, Gail oh, Sayers, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Although I have been around Jim, I was around Jim Brown multiple times. Well, you were in L.A. Yeah. Right. But this one, out of, out of nowhere, oh, for that matter, I had breakfast with Don Shula. <laughs> I interviewed Don Shula, but I didn't eat with him. We were at the Holiday Inn in downtown Fresno. And he was sitting there. You can't make this stuff up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I've been on a million road trips. Right. And there was Don Shula. I know, but in Fresno. It's like yeah, Gail Sayers in, in Albuquerque. Yeah, yeah. Don Shula was eating breakfast. If you went on some national show, it would completely blow people's mind about <laughs> Fresno, Albuquerque. <laughs> And yeah, well, I didn't believe the guy Gail Sayers was there, and so the guy went up to like the uh, the hostess or somebody, a manager. Says, was that Gail Sayers? Yeah, that was Gail Sayers. I thought, wow, that was incredible. But then Don Shula was just sitting a table over. I was with Frank Layton because he used to do the broadcast when they were on KJS yeah. and Steve Brown. Yep, I remember. And so we're there, and there there was Gail. I mean Don Shula, and people were coming up to him. Oh. It was in the airport in the security line with Ricky Henderson. Phoenix. One morning. One morning, yes. Sunday morning. It was like 8 o'clock, and people were in the switchback line. And there was Ricky Henderson. He's long since retired. Looked like a million bucks, too. Was dressed. Was Looked like he was ready to bat leadoff. Oh, yeah, yeah. He looked good. The rest of us just roll out of the stack. Oh, you, don't mean as far, you mean as far as, I see what you're saying, as far as like clothing. He looked great. He but he looked, hadn't gained a pound since his playing. No, either. he was buff. His legs, his, you know, he just looked like he was in playing shape. And the rest of us were, you don't shower because you're getting up way early to get to the airport. He clearly got himself ready to go, going out in public. And it was funny because a couple of people started whispering, hey, there's Ricky. and by the time he's going through the line, everybody, each time, because you'd switch back. You'd have time to tell everybody else. Yeah, and Henderson. then everybody, there's Ricky Henderson, man. He's considered the greatest leadoff hitter of all time. And then, and while we're at it, on another road trip, I was in the security line with Steve Nash. Get out. Yes. And he was, and it was right after he left Phoenix and was in L.A., and he was going back to Phoenix on a, on a Southwest flight, just like me. And so my wife, she's a Phoenix native, said, there's Steve Nash. So she went over, can I take your picture? So, uh, and he screamed no and shoved her away. He did not. <laughs> he smiled. He had nowhere to go. Right. He's in security line. Yeah. Sure. And he took his picture with his. So. And then you had a high school class with the official score from the Phoenix Suns, and that tops it all. And he's still doing <laughs> it. Well, think of the think of all the stuff he's seen since you went, took a high school class from him. He was there sitting in the front row doing a stat. He's in the front row, right? Oh, or he's in the right, second row, dead center, dead center. Yeah, he's for the, the whole Charles Barkley, the oh, Jordan, yeah, yeah, yeah. the NBA Finals, uh-huh. and then a decade later, the whole Nash era. Those were the two best eras of the Suns. Sweet. In their, what have they been there? Sixty years now. No, Whatever not it is. that long. Fifty years. Fifty. Yeah. In the uh, was it late sixty nine? I think. Oh, so this would be their fiftieth year. Mm. If it was sixty nine, this would maybe, be their 50th yeah, year, maybe right? seventy. I'm not sure. But they're right there. They're right at 50-51, 49-50-51, somewhere in there. So if it's bragging morning, I am going to say that I watched Coach Sloan order Mexican food. All right. 
That just came in from James. Nice. <laughs> After Dean's call, Dean had a basketball take, and he's probably frustrated that he didn't get through his basketball take, but all we heard him say was, I was having lunch with, with Quinn, Quinn Snyder. Snyder. And we all blanked out on the basketball immediately. So when they had the Jazz Beach Bash, Jerry Sloan went multiple times, and I got to know him pretty well during those times, and he's just a great dude, as we'd all imagine. Uh, but one time we were at Texas Roadhouse, the one down in Southtown, and that's where Jerry lives out that way. And so he and his wife, great woman, were over there eating, and they were eating by themselves. I was there eating with my wife and a couple of kids, I think. And I saw these waiters and all, like, pointing, and I thought they were pointing at me, like, oh, yeah, I'm such a big celebrity. I'm on TV. Well, it turns out I look over my right shoulder, and there's, pointing to Jerry. <laughs> there's Jerry and his wife, and that's who they're. Well, of course, whatever celebrity I would have, which I don't, he would have it five trillion times more, and he was sitting in there. Great, great guy, great guy. Enjoyed the opportunity to get to know him better at the Jazz Beach Bash. Sun started in the fall of 68, so it's year 52 for them. 52? Yep. Look like they're on to something. They, All right. gave, they gave the Jazz a competitive game. All right, DJ and PK, we will try to focus. Shiny thing, squirrel. We've been distracted. Butterfly. By Dean's lunch. It's brush with greatness with Quinn Snyder. When we come back, the Jazz, 3-1. and one, Doing so, what they're supposed to do, or you see something bigger building here. And also, too, like if, if Quinn had something between his teeth, would you tell him? Absolutely. You would? Yeah, you gotta you gotta give him a little heads up there. He's, you don't want to okay. wander around all day with that. Well, then no, and then you go in the bathroom and then you see it and you think, oh man, I had this thing in my teeth the whole time. DJ and PK, it's ninety seven five at twelve eighty the zone.